Hey girl, welcome to the Empower Her podcast, where we are all about taking purpose-driven action toward building lives we really freaking love. My name's Keisha, and I'm an entrepreneur obsessed with giving you actual tools to help take you from where you are now to where you want to go in your life, career, and relationships. And this podcast, it's all about real talk and having some fun as we share incredible stories, tips, and tricks to help us get out of our own way and unapologetically make some moves. So girlfriend, let's do the damn thing. Girl, I'm so excited that you're here for today's episode. And you know, full transparency, when I started this podcast at the end of 2018, my intention was I wanted it to be a come with me, let's figure this out together type of podcast. I wanted to just like pull back the curtain and share what I'm going through in real time and bring on guests that can help support us and just really be transparent because I felt as if there were a lot of podcasts and and still to this day in the space that people that are hosting the shows feel as if they're five to 10 steps ahead of me. And they're giving me advice from a couple of years back when they navigated through that season. And it's helpful. And experts are super helpful in the podcasting space. But I really wanted this show to be about like what's going on in real time. And I'll just share it with you. In real time right now, we're navigating, uh, my husband, Cena and I are navigating a lot in our relationship, but also just in some relationships with people around us that is requiring me to take radical responsibility for myself to do a lot of research on like why people are the way that they are, right? And to also be very compassionate as I'm learning and growing and evolving. But my intention with this episode is I want it to feel like a little bit of like a gut check, right? And a reminder that you've got the power to take control. Like you can grab the freaking wheel of your life, no matter what's going on in the world around you, you can take responsibility and radical responsibility combined with compassion and, you know, just really giving yourself grace. Like that balance is hard to do, but when you do it, you feel unstoppable. So this is going to be a little bit tactical, but I want to share with you a couple of like juicy things that I've learned about cognitive distortions. And before you're like, what in the world case? Like that sounds so freaking boring. I promise you this is going to be juicy. You know, this is a juicy podcast. Like I want to have some fun with you. Okay. So let's get on the same page here. I want to share three cognitive distortions that can really hold us back. And I want to share with you kind of how to break them down because it can really help us take more control in our life, regardless of our external circumstances. And really just, you know, figure out a way to help you bring more awareness to these things. If you're doing them, or if someone around you is doing them. So you can understand them better, or maybe you can even support them through it, okay? So, you know, I interact with a lot of you on my pump-up text list, which if you didn't know, I send out pump-up texts to my text list, and then um, you can res- like reply back to them, right? Like you can ask me questions, you can share ideas for the podcast. If you're not on the text list, um, you can just text the word pump-up to 512-548-2728. Again, text the word pump up to 512-548-2728. They're free little like inspo text that I send out. Anyway, beside the point. So because I talked to a lot of you on the text list and on my DMs on Instagram, I'm gonna share with you three specific cognitive distortions that I think could be impacting you or someone that you love the most based off of the questions that I get and like the stories that I hear from you. But there's all sorts of different cognitive distortions that this topic is interesting to you that you could Google and learn more about and read more about. But first up is this idea of all or nothing thinking. 
this is when you or someone you love sees things in very like black and white categories. And they tell themselves or you tell yourself the story that like if you fall short of being perfect, then you've decided that means that you're a total failure. There is no gray area here. It's black or white. And this can really be seen also as like perfectionism. And I really actually like the concept of perfectionist tendencies. Because I understand that a lot of people, maybe you specifically, struggle with perfectionist tendencies. But when you call it perfectionism, it feels so permanent. Like it can never change, right? Like it's a conditional statement. But perfectionist tendencies are something that you can work on. Having this all or nothing thinking, this black and white thinking, this if I'm not perfect, then I'm a total failure. um, That can be a really, really hard thing for us to navigate through. But I don't want you to think that it's permanent, right? If you struggle with this all or nothing thinking, I want to ask yourself to reframe what success is for you, okay? Because if success for you is that you have to get it right 100% of the time, you're going to feel so often like you're failing. It's impossible to get it right 100% of the time. You're a human, not a robot. Like in your health goals, you are not going to crush every single workout and eat according to your meal plan and always get eight hours of sleep and drink all your water, right? Like in your business, you're not always going to have perfect launches and perfect social media content and your email sequences are just like on freaking fire. And in your career, you're not always going to crush it in every presentation or you're not going to bring your meeting, you know, your ideas to your meetings that are perfect every time. And in your relationships, you're going to say something that you regret. You're going to have to apologize because you value your relationship more than your ego, right? Like it's not going to be this perfectionist, you know, idea that you have in your head that you're always going to get it right. Girl, give yourself some freaking grace. What are you robbing yourself? And honestly, other people of, if you keep up with this all or nothing thinking, this cognitive distortion of, if I don't get it perfect, then I'm a total failure. Remember, as humans, we're meaning-creating machines. You do not have to create a meaning that if you mess up, that you're a failure. You, if you mess up, you get to learn. You get to try again differently, right? You get to have an opportunity to grow. You don't grow when it's rainbows, butterflies, happy little unicorns, and you're crushing it all the time, right? You grow when you stumble and you have to pick yourself back up again resilience and grit and character that's built when things aren't always going according to plan. Girl, you deserve to give yourself some freaking compassion. And sometimes it's just about bringing it to your awareness, right? Like that you have this all or nothing thinking. Right now you might be listening to this and you're like, oh my gosh, does she have cameras in my house? Yes, girl, I do. That'd be really creepy. (laughs) But honestly, you might be recognizing like this is you or maybe this is someone that you love. And you recognize like, They do make it, you know, when they stumble or when they struggle with something and they don't feel like they're getting it right, they do make that seem like they're a failure. They they identify with being a failure. They make that meaning, right? Sometimes it's just bringing this to your own awareness that either you do this or someone that you love does this. And it's, you know, raising the necessity to show up and figure out how to navigate through this, to catch if you're doing this in real time or to catch when other people are doing this in real time. And if it's you that has this all or nothing thinking, or you really struggle with perfectionism, I challenge you to think like, how can I loop other people that I love into the idea that this is an issue for me? Because if they know that you're doing this, maybe they can help you catch this. 
right? You can always remind yourself that it's actually like doesn't really make any sense to think that you're going to get it right 100% of the time because you're a human. You're going to get it wrong sometimes, but you don't have to create the meaning that you're wrong. Or when you fail, you don't have to create the meaning that you're a failure, right? So bringing it to your awareness that this might be something that you're struggling with and then raising the necessity to catch when you're doing it so we can start to think different thoughts and create different thought patterns. Maybe even jotting down when a situation comes up in the notes section of your phone or in a journal, like jotting down, like how are you feeling about this when you, when you mess up, right? When you drop the ball on something. Again, it makes you human, but if it really, really bugs you and it's holding you back, remember, you can take control. You've got this. Maybe you just need to get more help and support, okay? But this is not something that's conditional. You're not always gonna be a perfectionist. You might have these perfectionist tendencies, but again, perfectionism doesn't have to be a conditional forever, ever thing for you. You can work through this. You have control. Number two, overgeneralization. This is where you, or maybe someone that you love and know, sees a single negative and they take that one negative thing and it turns into this like never ending pattern of defeat. Okay. Like, let me give you like a funny example because I feel like this is kind of like a heavy topic, but it's really important to talk about. Okay. So for example, maybe like a bird poops on your car, like, and you walked under your car, you're going to go to work. You're like, a bird pooped on my car. And then, of course, because you're wearing a white shirt when you're drinking your perfect coffee that you made, you, you spill your coffee on your white shirt. So now you've got a bird that pooped on your car. Oh, and let's just add in, like you're out of windshield wiper fluid, right? so you can't even get the bird poop off your window. And you just spilled on your white shirt and now you're sitting in traffic thinking about it. But maybe you are the type of person who you're not laughing about it. You're not like, oh my gosh, a bird pooped on my car. Of course I don't have windshield wiper fluid. You're not making this a joke. You're overgeneralizing. You're saying that this always happens to you. Like you just always have bad luck. You always struggle in the morning. You're always late. You're all whatever. But truthfully, does that always happen to you? Or is that just a sequence of annoying things that happened and you created a meaning because you overgeneralized because this is the cognitive distortion that you got to work through. Because like, truly, have you ever had a bird poop on your car and you didn't have windshield wiper fluid and you spilled on your white shirt and you're stuck in traffic? Right? And apply that to whatever situation that you might be navigating through right now. Has that ever happened that you were late to the parent-teacher conference and you also got into a fight with your significant other and then like you stepped in dog poop? Does that always happen or are you just overgeneralizing that that always happens, right? Because if you're saying this always happens to me, I want to challenge you. And I mean this with love because you know I like to think of us like we're girlfriends. I mean this with love. Has that sequence of those things ever happened to you before? It probably hasn't, right? But sometimes we do that. Right? And we also do it when we're chasing big dreams or big goals where we overgeneralize, meaning like a couple of people say that they don't understand our vision or maybe they don't believe that it's possible or they tell us that we should be more realistic. And we create this meaning because we're overgeneralizing and we say things like everybody thinks that I'm crazy. Nobody gets me. Is that actually true? Or are you just taking a couple of conversations and overgeneralizing it and making the meaning that you're not capable or that you shouldn't do it because nobody gets you. That isn't true, girl. That isn't true. If you don't have anyone around you to borrow belief from, borrow belief from me. I believe if you've got a vision on your heart or a dream or a goal that matters to you, 
You're the person that can make it happen. If you're gifted the vision, you're also gifted the resourcefulness. You just have to get out of your own damn way. And you might need to recognize, holy crap, I'm overgeneralizing. Great. Now we've brought awareness to it. and We can actually do something about it, right? Because could it be, just humor me this, could it be that our brain is using this particular cognitive distortion to try and protect us and keep us in our familiar thought patterns? Because our brains, like our primal wiring, our brains are designed to want to keep us safe. And our brains signify that safety is repeating familiar thought patterns, even if they aren't helpful for us. So if you've been doing this often and you're overgeneralizing, it can stem into playing this like victim mentality. You know how frustrating it is when someone plays victim? You don't want to be that. But you can fix this. Nothing is conditional. When you bring awareness to it and you raise the necessity to want to start to change and you loop people in on how they can support you if this is something that you struggle with, I know it feels really vulnerable to be like, I do this. I'm embarrassed that I do this, but find someone to tell this to so you can, so they can help you, right? Just wanted to pop in here real quick and thank our sponsor of the show because I know you're busy like me, but you also care about your health and convenience is important to you, which is why I'm obsessed with Organifi, and I think you might be too. If you've never heard of Organifi, it is a line of products. They're superfood blends, plant-based nutrition, everything's organic, hence the name. They also have supplements. But what I really love is all of their products are really high-quality ingredients, and they taste really good, but they're also at a really affordable price. And I have been using so many of their products for years, but I was thinking like if I was forced to only use two of their products that I could like literally never give up, it would be Organifi Pure and their green juice. So Pure is this lemon drink that's got coffee fruit, apple cider vinegar, lion's mane, digestive enzymes, coconut water, aloe vera, all of this mixed together, but it helps you focus. So if you've got squirrel brain, this is gonna be your jam. Sometimes I have it in the morning and sometimes I have it as like a little afternoon pick-me-up. It's caffeine-free, which is cool. So it's like a good productivity boost. But what's so cool is the combo of the ingredients. If you like science, like buckle up. This is gonna like, you're gonna nerd out on this. It helps promote what's called your brain-derived nootropic factor, your BDNF levels. And BDNF is a neuroprotein. It's associated with learning and memory. And they've done clinical studies that show that BDNF literally helps your brain wire new connections. And I don't know about you, but I love feeling alert. And I feel like anytime I could get some more connections in my brain, that feels like that's going to serve me. So check out Organifi Pure. And then of course, you've probably heard me talk about Organifi's green juice because I'm obsessed with it. I love like sipping on it. I honestly feel like it's like a cocktail, although I've never actually put like tequila in it. But if you try that out, you let me know. It's a combination of moringa, chlorella, spirulina, ashwagandha. It helps you balance out your cortisol. So your stress hormones, but it also tastes good because if you've tried green juice before and you're like, oh, I'm not a green juice girl, I get you. I used to be you because every other one that I tried tasted like I was licking grass, but this one tastes phenomenal. Just start in with water. So if you're looking for high quality superfoods at a really great price, head to Organifi.com slash Keisha. That's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com slash K-A-C-I-A. Code Keisha gets you 20% off any item in their store. And if you ever have questions, text me, DM me. I want to hear what you're vibing with. And without further ado, let's dive back into the show. Or if you have someone in your life that's doing this, start to catch them. Don't say like, hey, by the way, you overgeneralize. Come at it from the angle of like, really? That sucks. That sounds like you've had a bad morning. Or pooped on your car. You had no windshield wiper fluid. You spilled your coffee on your white shirt and you're stuck in traffic. Like that sucks. But that doesn't always happen to you, girl. You know, has that ever happened to you before? Come on. Like, 
you can turn this day around. Be the type of friend that you would want to have, right? That's what I'm reminding myself of in real time. You know, this podcast, I'm not preaching at you, telling you what to do. I'm saying what I'm figuring out in real time how to do and how to support people in my life too. And the third, emotional reasoning. This is when you assume that your negative emotions reflect the reality, right? Like it's this idea of like, I feel this, it must be true. Well, what's interesting about emotions is we can control our emotions, right? And truth of the matter is some days you're gonna feel like you suck. You're gonna feel like you're dropping the ball. You're gonna feel like you're not capable. You're not worthy. Welcome to being a human, right? Like you're in the club. There's 7 billion of us. But especially like if you're in uncharted waters or you're really stretching yourself, like you're in a major growth season, you're gonna have to remind yourself not to confuse inexperience with inability, right? It's not that you're not capable. It's just, you've never done it before. And maybe you do feel like you suck or you're dropping the ball. But here's the thing. Maybe you've never navigated this before. Maybe you've got a lot on your plate. So you got to drop the ball to figure out which balls are most important for you not to drop. But how are you going to know unless you drop a ball, right? And here's the thing. You're going to suck at the beginning of doing something new. If you want to hear suck, go back to the first episode of this podcast where like I was, let me just tell you, I was sweaty in all the weird places, like places that you didn't even know that you could sweat. I was sweating in those places and I was so awkward. And I used to do these really dramatic pauses. And if you listen to me back then, I'm like, whoa, like I sucked, but I didn't make feeling like I sucked mean that it was going to be a conditional forever thing. Sometimes you will kind of suck and you might have emotions around that, but you won't suck forever. Sometimes you will mess up but that doesn't mean you are a mess up. Sometimes you will fail, but that does not mean that you are a failure. Don't make a conditional statement for a situational circumstance, all right? Like this emotional reasoning, this idea that like, because I feel it, it must be true. Well, your emotions are fleeting. Welcome to just the full contrast of being a human. If you feel it, you get to, acknowledge it, right? Like I'm a big proponent of like letting yourself feel the feels. You can have a not like a downward spiral. You can have an ugly snot cry. Like, you know, the, the real snotty cries where your mascara and your snot gets together in your mouth and you're on your bathroom floor and you're choking. And you're like, oh, like you're all puffy and it's like a hot mess. Yes, I've had a lot of those. Those are very therapeutic if you really think about it. Don't make when you're sitting on your bathroom floor mean that you're always gonna be sitting on your bathroom floor and that that's the reality. It just means you're feeling the feels. You can spiral downwards. Just girl, don't unpack there. Get back up. Every single time that you get back up, you start to build up that resilience muscle. So it starts to feel more normal in the pursuit of getting back up than it does staying down. You deserve that resilience because you've got big dreams and goals and visions on your heart. You got to learn that now. Just don't make it mean something that's not the reality. And honestly, at the end of the day, it's, it's really easy to look at how far you have to go until you become the person that you want to be. Maybe right now you resonated with all three of those cognitive distortions and you're like, what? Holy crap, right? Or maybe you're like, whoa, I have someone in my life that I need to support in this. Awesome. I'm so glad that you listened to this episode then, right? That you can be more supportive to that person. But it really is easy to look at that distance between where you are now and where you want to go in your relationships or in your career, your business, your health goals, whatever. So this is where this radical compassion and grace comes in, especially as you're evolving or you're gaining more awareness. Like I understand like a a podcast episode like this, like we don't do a lot of these like tactical ones as often, but like when you're learning something and you're, you're bringing it to the forefront of your mind, it's 
recognizing I'm going to need to continue to evolve to keep getting better. We both are, right? We're in this together. And, you know, becoming the best version of you, which I know you care about because you listen into this podcast, that means you're also simultaneously striving for better while losing the version that you are now. And that is scary because it's unfamiliar, right? Like change also means loss, loss of the familiar. So even if it's good growth and it's good evolution, or it's like, it's a really great way that you're realigning, there's still grief that comes from growth and change, which is why some of these cognitive distortions can hold us back. But we can take control by becoming aware of the things that hold us back, just raising the necessity to want to show up, to fix these things, to work through these things, to make sure that you're not giving yourself conditional statements for situational circumstances, girl. And one thing that I think can really help if you're trying to change and evolve is one powerful assumption. And normally people say that this idea of assumptions is like, it makes an ass out of you and me, like don't assume. But I do like to assume that people are doing the best that they can. Sometimes I'm wrong, but I'd rather assume that. And when I assume that people are doing the best that they can, I also have to include myself. So maybe this is a reminder to you that you get to include yourself too. And no, that doesn't mean that you don't have standards for yourself or for other people or that you don't have things that you want to work through or improve on. But it does mean that if you're feeling overwhelmed or frustrated or sad or confused or mad or like so freaking annoyed that you want to take a fork and shove it in your eyeball, like welcome to the club of having all of these emotions. Don't make it mean that you're not capable. But instead, give yourself the benefit of the doubt and say, hey, I'm doing the best that I can right now. I'm recognizing what's not serving me and I'm taking it one step at a time. Sometimes that's got to be enough, girl. Recognizing that you're trying. Trying matters. Seriously, when's the last time that you gave yourself credit for trying? Because in my book, that's something to be really freaking proud of. I love you, girl. I'm rooting for you always. We're in this together and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening in. If you love this episode, it would mean so much to me if you shared it with a girlfriend, like send it to her right now or post it on social media and tag me so I can personally thank you for helping me get the message out. I am so freaking grateful to be on this journey with you, girl. So until next time, I'll talk to you soon.